Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right, not everyone likes Siri. I mean, you can change Siri to whatever you want the voice to be. I have a male voice with a British accent. Oh, it makes me just feel like I have a butler. You know, but I think I'd like other options. Could you imagine if you could have like a New Yorker Siri? She'd say, what's the matter with you? I mean, that would be good. Or how about the existentialism Siri? What exactly did you mean by that? Hmm, tell me. Or the positive affirmation sandwich Siri, this would be good. You are so amazing. You are perfect. You are beautiful. And I love you. And how can I help you? I don't know. Siri kept calling me Shirley this morning. I was beginning to get really annoyed about it, but then I realized "Mm, it was actually my fault. I left my phone in airplane mode. And you see, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls of all ages, an example of all the fun that we have here week after week as we talk about living the best digital life ever. It's America's largest show about all things digital, your most trusted source. It's called The Kim Commando Show because after all, I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando here with you once again. And you can catch The Kim Commando Show in over 425 top stations across the United States. And of course, we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, all three hours. And we even have all the archives there over at GetKim.com. Once again, that address is GetKim.com. And I'd like to say a special thank you to all of our listeners, 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 countries and 200 ships at sea that get the Kim Commando Show on the American Forces Network Radio. And of course, you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. All right, let's start with five things that you need to know about tech. It's happening right now and about the Uvalde school shooting. I mean, think about this. I am stunned. I am shocked that the whole focus is entirely on guns and nothing really about social media's role in this tragedy. Let's think back a little bit. Every mass shooter posts warning messages on social media, but social media, they're never held accountable for some reason. With their huge profits, all of them can develop algorithms that instantly detect violent and dangerous posts. But why won't they do this? What's the holdup? I mean, they have billions of dollars of profits every quarter, but maybe this is it. Hmm, you're so smart. Current federal law exempts them from responsibility. So no matter what's posted, they like it that way. But a change is simple. What if we legally classify social media as a common carrier, like a phone company? In telecommunications, carriers They provide communication services to the public. That's what social media does too, right? And if any harm is traced back to the carrier, the injured parties can sue. The government can file charges. And until we do this, social media will continue to be a large part of these tragedies with no consequences at all, not even a slap of the hand. That's another tragedy in and of itself, which leads us to number two in our list of five things that you need to know, a lesson in a lawsuit. I want you to think back to social media's impact in the fall. Mm. Facebook specifically, those Facebook papers. Well, big news happened when this whole treasure chest of internal Facebook now meta research documents leaked showing, showing that Facebook knew Instagram was worsening body image and causing mental health issues among teenage girls in particular. 
They were targeting girls with specific content. Meta knew that teenagers suffered, they say, from anxiety, sadness, and eating issues. Went on Instagram, but you know what? Meta didn't care. Facebook didn't care. They just fed them more content and posts that would add to the anxiety, add to thoughts of suicide, add to eating disorders. I'm not sure what's going to come of this, but the first lawsuit was filed because of a preteen girl's, they say, addictive use of Instagram. At 12 years old, Alexis Spence drew a picture of herself, listen to this, how sad, crying on the floor next to her phone with the words, stupid, ugly, fat on the screen, and in a thought bubble, kill yourself. By the time she was 15, she was receiving emergency psychiatric treatment for uh, anorexia, purging, suicidal thoughts. She's 19 years old now, and with her parents, they're suing Facebook. That's right, they are suing Facebook. It's the first time... A lawsuit has been filed since all these research papers came out. Now, a few takeaways from this. Okay. I'm sorry that Alexis had all these problems. I truly am. But number one, parents, you have to watch your kids online. Number two, parents, you need to take away social media. If there's any issues, you need to take it away. Number three, uh, parents need to be a parent. That's right. Being on the Internet using Instagram is not a rite of passage. It's not. It's a privilege to those kids who can handle it. And I'm sorry that Alexis is having still having issues because, uh, you know, big tech, they don't care. And they're probably going to pay her some money. But you have to know that big tech is not going to raise your kids. If the kids are having trouble on social media, the government doesn't care. Okay, nobody cares. So it's up to you to get involved. And that's it. Which brings me to number three, Sheryl Sandberg. Last week, Sheryl Sandberg is Facebook's chief operating officer. That is a major position in a corporation, the chief operating officer. She said she quit. She's, quote, unquote, burned out. But like most statements, anything regarding Facebook, it's misleading, isn't it? She didn't quit. She bolted out the door. When Sandberg joined Facebook back in 2008, Mark Zuckerberg was just a kid who didn't finish college and never had a job. His mantra was, he says this, move fast and break things. And so... Cheryl Sandberg came in and said, you know what, I'm going to be the adult in the room. Okay, she's about 12 to 15 years older than Mark Zuckerberg. But she was neck deep in Cambridge Analytica, the Facebook papers. She mishandled the whole Russian disinformation stories. Uh, She failed to stop the suicides, the beatings, the killings on Facebook. And all the while, while she's the chief operating officer, by the way, of a major public company, She's selling almost of her, almost all of her shares of stock. Can you guess how much money? How much money? How many shares she sold? Anybody? Anybody? $1.7 billion worth, which isn't done unless the company's chief operating officer of operations, right, 78,000 employees, she just no longer believes in the company. Why would she sell the company? She'd want the stock to go up and make more money for her, would she not? Or maybe she knows that something really bad is on the way. Hmm, I bet you that's it. All right, let's move on to number four. You don't have to get dressed for work anymore. If I asked you, if, I don't know, a couple of years ago, if you ever heard of a site called OnlyFans, you'd probably have a blank stare. And I'm sure many of you have heard of it. I don't know how many of you are actually going there. But it's a huge moneymaker. If you, in case you don't know, OnlyFans is a subscription-based website. It's become really popular since the pandemic among a lot of people who lost their jobs. They found that they could make money in other ways. So OnlyFans is just, it's a site full of sex workers, those new to the business. They charge 10, 15 bucks a month. They strip down, they live stream. 
And OnlyFans said this past week that they're not seeing a slowdown like other streaming services and sites like Netflix. Okay. OnlyFans just compared itself to Netflix. On what site do you think they did that on? Mm, Not a fringe site. CNBC. That's right. I'm not sure I'd compare OnlyFans to Netflix. Just saying. Uh, A friend of a friend who I know, her daughter posts bikini shots. Mom says, no nakeds, just in a bikini. She's hot. She's 21 years old. And she's making about $200,000 a year. Uh, Whitney Moser, she's actually said publicly, she's 24. She quit her day job. And she's making about ten grand a month on the site. But once, she made $13,000 in a single day by stripping down. You know, I checked out the site. The videos aren't very good. I mean, I'll tell you. Many of the videos are just, I'll tell you, overexposed. Thank you. Finally, number five, before you head to the beach, check your app for Jaws. That's right. When I lived in Maui, there were a few shark avoidance rules. You don't go swimming in the ocean after 4 p.m. There's a rainstorm. You don't go in the water after a few days because of all the debris and dead animals that come off the mountains and run into the oceans. And Maui County has a site where you can see where the sharks are hanging out. And now on the East Coast, you can get an app called Sharktivity. That's right. You can see where the sharks are located. And if you see a shark, you run, I guess, out of the water and get your phone and get in the app and say, I just saw a shark. And then you can run back in and take a photo of the shark because they really would like a photo, too. Uh, And if there's a shark near you, you get a notification. Hopefully you're bringing your phone into the water when you get that notification. So wherever you're heading this summer to a beach, do a quick search for Shark App, the county. Also do a Google search. Maybe they're just tracking on a website. Or maybe the local fire department is posting warnings. Now, there are tech shark repellents. Some people say they work. You know, I wouldn't rely on them. But listen to this fun fact, okay? We're all freaked out over sharks, okay? But according to National Geographic, you have a 1 in 218 chance of dying from a fall, right? But a 1 in a 3.7 million chance of being killed by a shark. So go in the ocean. Have some fun. Don't worry about the app. Don't worry about your phone. But let me ask you a question. What does a computer and a shark have in common? They both have megabytes. Ah, yeah, I heard you laugh on that one. Gas prices, yeah, they're still really high up there. I've got some ways to ease that pain at the pump. Oh, I know, people use that phrase way too much. And then coming up, you don't want to miss it in our digital privacy tip. Some apps that you must remove from your phone because you may have them there. And unbeknownst to you, it's malware and snoopware and all the other badware all rolled into one. So stay right where you are. Coming up, we have all of your phone calls. And of course, you have more of me, Kim Commando. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you ever have a question for me, you'd like me to uh, answer here on the show, or maybe you want to give us a call, or maybe you want me to answer as a tip on our website, it's really easy to do. Just head over to commando.com with a K, of course. That's not the C-O-M-M-A-N-D-O. I know. Oh, Kim Commando, you probably go commando. Mm. Uh, answer is probably to that. Sorry. Uh, Go to commando.com and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim and that's where that magic happens. All right. I'm going to give you some tips on lowering gas prices and find the lowest price near you. And how about we start with 
Uh, William in Mobile, Alabama. Hello there, William. Hey, Cam. How are you doing? I am great. I'm so glad to hear from you. And how can I help you? Well, me, like most Americans, is plagued with spam phone calls and spam text messages, five, six, seven a day sometimes. And wow. I've tried some of the um, the apps that are supposed to be really great, top-rated, to help block and reduce those robocalls uh, with very limited success. But what I have found, if you Google your name or phone number, it's all over the Internet with, with data brokers. And it's almost impossible to get your information removed. So my question is, I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of those spam calls are coming from information garnered from these data brokers. And I'm wondering if there is an app or a website or a service uh, that can be utilized to, to help get this information off of the Internet. To get your private phone number and data yes. off the Internet? Yes, correct. In a fail swoop? Oh, William, you believe in rainbows and ponies and unicorns, too, don't you? Oh, I do. No. Um, you know, I wish it was that easy. But here's the deal is that for every data people search site that pops up, it's like whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. You can get it off of there, but then somebody else will have it and somebody else will have it. As a matter of fact, over at commando.com, every Tuesday, we have called Tuesday now, is no longer Taco Tuesday, William. It's mm-hmm. called Opt-Out Tuesday. And with Opt-Out Tuesday, every week we present you with another people's search site for you to opt out. So okay. we've done Been Verified, U.S. Search. And I'll tell you, I've been getting like hate mail from the PR people. They're like, Kim Commando, why are you telling people to opt out of our database? Well, because, you know, it's uh, private information. Maybe that would be it. Yeah. They don't yeah, make it exactly. easy. Some sites... you. Yeah, some sites you have to fax them, other people have to email them, uh, you know, and you have to remember that every time that you go online, there's going to be another search site that pops up. And that's unfortunate, Mm -hmm. but that's just the way it is. Now, about these spam phone calls and these texts, let me tell you something. You're not that special, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) What the the robocallers do is that they'll say, let's say the phone number is always like, say it's like uh, 310-555-1212, okay? Mm-hmm. So they'll so the robo and the computers will go to five five one two one two and then the next one will be five 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 one two one three one four one five one six one seven. So they don't even have to have your phone number and you in order to generate phone calls ah, and okay, to generate okay. text messages because it's all done by computers in the background. So let's cover two things. One is every Tuesday go to commando dot com opt out Tuesday, and we'll give you one more website to. Uh, to get out of. And then if you've missed a few, you can go backtrack and we have them all listed there for you. Okay. okay that'd be Number great. two is on the, the, uh, on the spam phone calls. Um, your Who's your carrier? Verizon. Okay. Verizon has a built-in spam filter. It's in their app. And so over inside the commando community, and so does AT&T, so does T-Mobile, because, you know, the government really started getting down on them saying, you know what? People are paying for this service, and it's like you're letting junk mail come through. Only it's even worse because it's taking our time more than just going to the mailbox. So the carriers have their all – each of the big carriers, they have their own way for you to stop the spam phone calls. And it has to do with using their app 
and it's absolutely free. So I'm going to post those links for Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and the rest over inside the Commando community. And um, whenever I say Commando community, that's what it is. It's everybody like-minded listeners here of the show. You go to commando.com slash community, and then there's the Q&A forum over in on the left-hand side, and that's where I post stuff that I'm talking about. So this way you don't have to search the site and good things like that. So, uh, so William, thank you so much for your call today. And hopefully, I bet you out of those two uh, tips right there, you're going to start. You're not going to be getting all those text messages and robocalls and junk like that. So annoying. All right, still to come this hour, we have six signs that your phone has been hacked. And in just a few moments, oh my gosh, a list of apps that you need to remove from your phone. And before we go back to all of your phone calls, I don't know if you've noticed, but when you're on Instagram, Facebook, or really any social media, you're going to start getting targeted ads all over your feed for like fishing lures or cute summer dresses and sandals and candles or whatever else is selling. And these are impulse ads to get you to buy random stuff. And you're buying it directly from China. There's no prime shipping here. So I know that it looks cute and it looks wonderful. And then you go to the site and then in a couple of weeks, the order will arrive. And they always say, oh, you bought directly from the manufacturer to save good money. Uh, These drop shippers are only in it for the buck. You're really not going to find any real quality products there. And in case you want to get a Chrome extension, there's one called Fake Spot. It warns you of any untrustworthy sellers. But the bottom line here is that if it looks pretty shady, it probably is. Uh, But the bottom line here is also that when they start showing you these ads, it's probably not the highest quality goods. And then you may not necessarily have really good reviews because they're fake reviews. And just, uh, just stick to the mainstream sites. All right. Back to the phones we go with Judy in Duluth, Georgia. Hi there, Judy. Hi, Kim. Uh, Welcome. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm a new listener to your show and not a techie by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm truly... It's all right. I'm here for you. <laughs> but I, I was truly impressed with your knowledge and how you've been able to help so many people with their technical questions. So after our listening to your show last week, I thought that perhaps you might be able to shed some light on a situation my son and I have gotten ourselves into. Uh, He, uh, there was a a new ETF site that came on the scene back in October of last year. And my son decided that he was going to give it a try with a test deposit for seven days to see whether it was really good or not. Now, he had done some screening. He went through, he did some investigation and found that since this was a new site, there were some people that had said they were having some difficulty getting their seven-day deposit with its interest back. But the majority of them said that it took a little while, but it was okay. So he decided to throw a little bit of money in just as a test for the seven days, and it seemed to be okay. So he called me and he said, Mom, look, this is, you know, you're retired. This might be something you might be interested in. Looks like it's a a pretty good deal. I'm going to go ahead and throw some money at it for six months. And maybe you might be interested in trying, if you have something that you'd like to invest, go ahead and and throw it on it and let's see what happens. So he put in 
$15,000 for a six-month wow. period. And I put in $625 for a six-month period. And we checked the site every day, and we were seeing how our investment kept growing and growing and growing. It was like a now, tw- what kind of interest? What kind of in- interest? Are you? Are you were just going to say that? No, yeah, what, we're just going to say. Is it? Was it like a tw- twenty-four? Twelve? Like, like percent return? If which I which is fabulous. Which which it was. Which is I mean, that, which it, is great. I mean, you know, I I have I have. Uh, Financial managers and, you know, the best they can do is anywhere between six and eight percent. You get nothing in the bank. Mm-hmm. If we could get 24 percent on our money, I'd be there all day long. Right. Well, this is kind of what we thought. And you know, being an ETF, we were trying to figure out how he was getting the money. And we figured what happened, generally, generally speaking, was that people would go to his company and borrow the money. And then they would pay back the money monthly with this high interest rate. And then a portion of that interest rate was what we were getting for our re- for our investment as the return mm-hmm. on the investment. So, um, so we were checking it daily and up through Christmas, everything was going great. And then in January, all of a sudden, the site went down, and we're thinking, well, maybe they are updating their website. Um, you know, always a bad sign when always a bad sign, Judy, when the site goes down. Yeah, we well, we uh, know that now, um, but it came back yeah. up, and it did look differently. So we thought, you know, going wow, that was a close one, and but we couldn't get our money out because it was in for six months. So we just kept watching and watching, and every time we went in. It would be there, and then it wouldn't be there. And then we finally got to the point where we went in, and it wasn't there at all. And we were getting this, um, uh, this uh, what do you call it? Uh, when you could try to get into the site, this, this thing came up. It said 404, 403 yeah. forbidden, N-G-I-N-X. Yeah, for, oh, 404, yes. Yeah, whatever yeah. that. Which means basically the, it's it's down, and it's not coming back up. Okay. And so, so what happens when you try to get to the site now? It's the same thing. And as it turned same out, okay. with some research, we found that they that the company has a new website in addition to oh, the God. original one. But when you go into that, it comes up. When you put in the address, it comes up. But when you click on anything in it, you get that same 403 forbidden Okay. Thing. I you know what I, I you sent me an email. Yeah. And I don't want you to name I don't want you to say the name of the site on the air. Okay. Okay. But it starts with the letter V, yeah, correct? That's correct. Okay. All right. And um I did a bit of research myself and it, it, you know it it was a scam. Mm. Uh it was a, it was a fake crypto. It's it looked to me like the whole Bernie Sanders thing, um, like you know, we're going to pay not Bernie Sanders. The whole, the whole, uh, the whole pyramid type of scheme, mm-hmm. where we're going to take your money and then we're going to loan out this money. We need your money and then we're going to loan out more money until the end of the day. Uh, you know that there is any, there's no more money, or they just they just vomitos and they escape and they go someplace else. They fire up a new website or they leave the country or they. They they go on and they do the next scam. So to me, it looks like your son's out the fifteen grand. You're out the six hundred and twenty five dollars, and it goes with the whole thing that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. You're smart. You know that. Yeah. 
Now, this co- this coincides with the whole crash of the cryptocurrency marketplace that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where you had things like Terra, which was a stable coin, it just imploded and about $40 billion worth of investor funds were just erased. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was part of that. Now, so the question is, what can I do now? Right. right? What can you do now? Okay. What you can do now is that you go to the Internet Crime Complaint Center, okay? And I'll give you a link to it. And you give the FBI all of the details of what happened. Now, I know what you're thinking because I thought the same thing. Okay, I'm going to submit a form to the FBI and nobody's ever going to read it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because why would they care about me, Judith, in Duluth, Georgia? When I had a chance to speak to, a, uh, you know, somebody pretty high up in the FBI and I asked them that question. And they said, no, 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 Kim. We read every single email, every complaint that comes to us. Cool. Because we're looking for, tr- we're looking for trends. Mm-hmm. And that's how they find these bad guys and gals that are taking people, especially when we start talking about crypto platforms, high interest rates, 24 percent. You know, that's that's tremendous. Mm -hmm. That's tremendous. There's there's no way that any establishment could be in business if they were giving out that type of interest rate. So I'm going to post a link to it over at commando.com inside the community. If you want to Google, it, it's called the Internet Crime Complaint Center. It's ic3.gov, I believe is the address. That's ic3.gov. And you fill out that form and you give a complaint and somebody will actually read it. And, you know, if you want to do something else is that you can write, you can fire up a website yourself about this and tell everybody what happened using the name of the platform and encouraging them to help you contact the FBI. And because the more complaints that the FBI will get about this particular platform, the more likely they are to go after, go after everybody that may have been involved in it. And, you know, who knows, maybe actually throw these miscreants in jail. Judy, thank you so much for your call. All right, let me tell you, there are some apps that you may have on your phone that you said, well, these are great apps and maybe you used them for a little bit and then you stopped. You don't even know that they're there anymore. Maybe you're still using them. So we put together a list of apps that you need to remove from your phone right now. Now, let's start with Android and then we're going to go to iOS and iPhones. But uh, some of these, uh, you know, it's really hard for me to go into each one to tell on the air. And that's why we have it written out for you over on the website. But uh, ES File Explorer is one. It's fallen by the wayside. It's bloatware. gives you endless ads. The Dolphin Web Browser, which was supported by Flash and ends up that your browser settings at there. Battery Saver and Fast Charge DU. It had really good reviews, 7.6 million five-star reviews. Mm, but then it didn't really do that anymore. It kind of it put ads on users' lock screens. A uh, super VM, VPN, free VPN client, you know, free VPN is a nightmare. Uh, SMTH, this was in a string, called Send Me to Heaven. You have the app, you throw your phone up in the air, and then it drops, and then your phone breaks. But supposedly it was supposed to save your phone, I'm not sure. And then there's more. Uh, iPhone bad apps, we're talking about Words with Friends, Cam Scanner, uh, it contains hidden Joker malware. A BetterNet VPN, Yandex, was a Russian web browser. Uh, chicken shoot galaxy invaders we have 13 other games that you need to make sure of so you know if you don't do anything right now other than go to commando.com and then look at the link that says kim show and then you'll find the link to 
There are all these bad apps that you need to remove from your phone or else, right? It's bad stuff. Hey, still to come, we have six signs that your phone has been hacked here on the Kim Commando Show and more of your phone calls you don't want to miss. Hey, let's talk about your home for just a bit. It's your biggest investment, right? And here are five ways to boost your home's value, starting at number one, the kitchen, right? The the center of the entire home. And if you don't have a budget to have a complete renovation, small upgrades like new countertops or cabinets can make a difference. Number two is outdoor living spaces. For every dollar that you spent here, research says that you're going to get back a buck seventy-five. So a new patio, dining area, a fire pit, hey, maybe even a pool or a spa. You could power wash the patio, refinish the deck, or add a new coat of paint to make it beautiful. With so many people working from home, they're hanging out in their backyards. Number three are bathrooms. Yes, the master bathroom's great, but keep in mind sinks, tub, maybe add a steam shower. It's nice. Number four is curb appeal because so many people are house looking and house shopping and researching online is that your home has to look great in photos and videos. Less is more. Grass, I want it green, manicured. Trees are trimmed, pathways nice, pavers, uh, astroturf for the driveway. I just hired a contractor on Angie to do that for us. Finally, number five, paint the house outside and inside. Mm, The flowery wallpaper, it needs to be gone. And white is good. Everything should be white and bright. Now, I know what you're thinking, Kim, how do I find someone who can do this work for me who I really trust? It's simple. Use Angie. Angie will connect you with real professionals. You don't have to scour the web for reputable sources. With Angie, you can search real customer reviews, request quotes, and book your home improvement projects all in one place. I put a request out for weekly landscaping services on Angie, and literally within 10 minutes, I had five different companies ready to bid on what I needed. I'm using Angie right now to refinish a pool, too, and I'm getting three bids this weekend on that. You can't beat Angie. It's the best. Whether it's lawn care, fixing the AC, putting in a pool, tackling the dream project, Angie is the trusted home improvement source that can truly help. Home projects have never been so simple. Don't wait. Do what I did. Download the free Angie app for your iOS or Android device or go to the website Angie.com. You're going to love Angie. That's Angie.com. All right. Hunter in Mount Dora, Florida. Hi there, Hunter. Hi, Kim. Thanks for letting me on the show. I'm a big fan. You bet. Well, thank you. What's going on? How can I help you out? Okay, so I just recently graduated high school, and I plan to enroll in college. Well, I'm already enrolled for the fall semester, and the problem is awesome. I need a good computer. So I have a okay. seven-year-old HP laptop that has no chance of working in college, and so <laughs> <laughs> I started to study and like research the new, the, well, not the new, but the old M1 MacBook Airs. Sure, they're beautiful. And so I started filling out scholarships, working jobs, trying to save up money so I can get one. But with the release of the M2, I wanted to know your opinion on which would be the better one to get. Uh, Well, they just announced the M2 this past week at the WWDC, the Worldwide Development Conference from Apple. I'm going to be talking about that in the next hour. But um, anytime a new version is out, there's always going to be improvements. And is this a black and white, totally different improvement, no. But M2, uh, it has uh, squared off side, rounded edges. It's 2.7 pounds. It's just 1.1 pound lighter, by the way, of the M1 MacBook. Uh, it's It has been widened uh, to 13.6 inches mm-hmm. versus 13.3. They say that the M2 chip is up, is one point, or pardon me, one, yes, 1.4 times faster than the M1. 
and you get 18 hours of battery life. Okay. So bottom line is here is this, is that for an extra 200 bucks, and that's what it is, for an extra $200, uh, you're going to get the M2 over the M1, which is the latest and greatest version. And I know it's hard because you may be able to get the M1 on a discount, but it's if it's brand new and you're a guy that's going to hold on to this for a while, I mean, seven years is a long time on an HP laptop. Uh, that you definitely want to get the M2 and don't mess around with the M1. And I'm proud of you, Hunter, for keeping that HP for so long, but it's time to make it a doorstop. I'm sorry about that. You may be able to bring new life into it. I don't know if you want to check this out either, Hunter, is that there's a uh, Chrome Flex as an OS that can breathe old new life rather into old technology. So if you want to try it, it's a version of Chrome that can probably run on that HP it's not going to let you do video games or anything like that, but it will allow you to, you know, use the web and Google Drive and all that other good stuff. And it's called Chrome Flex. We've got a lot of steps over on the website on how to use it and how to install it and all that great stuff. And congratulations on going to college. That's really awesome. I return to that feeling that your phone has been hacked. Someone is tracking where you go, what you do, your text messages, your photos, your videos that you take. Well, there are signs that your phone has been hacked, starting with well, your phone's battery is draining faster than usual. Snooping apps run in the background, consuming battery life, and can also cause number two, your phone is hot to the touch, even as though you were using it, but you weren't. Number three, your data usage just drops dramatically, but you haven't been streaming any videos or playing games or downloading any new apps. Number four, your phone is just acting strangely. You're getting pop-up ads and text messages are not going through. Your phone will just reboot for no reason. You're like, what's going on with that? Number five, well, this is pretty obvious. You have calls, email, and text messages that you didn't make or send. And number six, under your security settings, you have a new facial ID alternate sign-in, maybe even additional passcode. So all this is really bad news. What can you do? Mm, it's time to put the phone into a factory reset. Hey, you want to stay right where you are. We have another hour coming up that you never want to miss here on the West Star Multimedia Network. And don't forget, you can always catch us as a podcast over at getkim.com. You got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world, or as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. 